Hey everybody, what's up? I'm Sarah the Rebel. And I'm Misfits Tamara. And this is Women Wrestling Friends Podcast. This is a show all about women. And uh, wrestling. Yes. And we're friends who talk about wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a thing. So this week, our friend is Karen. Yay! Say hi, Hello, Karen. Hello, my friend. Hello. So happy to have you back on the show. For anybody who missed it, Karen was on a previous episode um, where I think we talked about either New Japan or Mae Young. Why don't I remember? <laughs> it was it was CEO versus yes, New Japan. that's and what I, it was. But I ran into you at, at the Mae Young. Young Classic. That's why my brain made those two connections. Um, so you guys should check that one out if you missed it. And today we're talking about things in pro wrestling that we're thankful for in 2018 because Thanksgiving is coming up and mm-hmm. we like to give y'all the good content. Yes, that sweet, sweet, thankful giving content and you know at first i thought maybe it's a little corny to do oh six things we're thankful for for wrestling but i realized we actually for tomorrow and i at least and i'm sure you karen as well we have a lot of things to be thankful for that happened this year so the more i thought about it the more i was like i feel like it's pretty authentic to do that so that's what we're doing Mm -hmm. we're gonna do it yeah doing it right now doing it so hard so if you're joining us for the first time This is us passing you the digital collection plate. We Mm -hmm. ask that you either give us five stars on iTunes or $3 on Kofi. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. It's not KofiKingston.com. It's ko-fi.com slash Sarah the Rebel. And thanks a bunch if you do so. Yes, because, you know, it's a wrestling podcast, so it's Kofi. And also Kofi is money. Correct. Kofi money. He looks like money. He's way more money than Mela is. Good Lord. How did she just say, I'm just going to become Blackface, Sasha Banks, and then put me with R-Truth, who's already a national embarrassment, though we love him anyway. Okay, listen. I love R-Truth. But at least she actually got to uh, be a, a valet slash partner with an actual black guy. It's true. That was probably her dream come true. That's why she had to put that <laughs> new spray paint on her. Mm-hmm. She was like, got to be black for this. Yeah. I, I, Even our truth wasn't black for it. So it was a mistake. But whatever. Yeah, anyway, um, we, before we dive into thankful things, I'm sorry. I'm drinking piping hot tea. and I'm, <laughs> I'm just giving it out. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about something that uh, happened in the news. But yes. two different things. The first thing y'all already know, we've been asked our opinion on it already today. It is the incident wherein Becky Lynch got cremoed in the face by Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. It was a good crack. Uh, now, I've seen it from multiple angles. Karen, have you seen the footage? Yeah, I actually had just gotten back from Toronto last night and turned on the very tail end of SmackDown. And today somebody posted some video, like, different angle clips from the fan side. Yes. And I don't know if it was supposed to be that hard but it looked like she full-on clocked her between the eyes or caught her elbow right in the nose it was it was fist it looks like it looked like it was full like so, side of the fist to right me. um from the angles i saw it looked like uh becky was giving the the more traditional type of punches in wrestling that are considered safe it didn't look to me that Becky was being extra stiff because the first time I watched the video, it was quick, right? Mm-hmm. The first time I watched the video, I literally thought that Nia Jax's punch was a receipt because there was no reason to punch like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I watched it again and I was able to look at Becky's placement and everything, it didn't look like Becky was doing anything worthy of the kind of punch she received. So before I give you the you know, having been trained in wrestling viewpoint on it, I'd love to hear both of you's viewpoint on it. And for anyone who hasn't watched the footage, real quick recap, um, uh, the SmackDown invasion, mm-hmm. Becky Lynch comes in and 
um, gets punched in the face by Nia Jax. Other stuff's happening, but Becky, instead of turning this into something to hide, um, kind of smears all the blood over her face and hands and has her moment, right? Yeah. A lot of people are comparing it to like the stone cold moment where she's like, I am the man. Yeah. And this is Irish war paint. Yes. All that and, stuff. Uh, 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 also, it had the exclamation points of uh, grabbing a chair and hit sh- beating the crap out of Rhonda with that chair um, and just like standing there in the middle of the ring with in bloody glory. hands and blue face, and, you know, just, yeah. And, um, well, uh, I, it's a weird thing where I feel like it was definitely a mistake. Like, I don't think she was really trying to punch her in the face like that because if she was, she would have got a lot more of that fist. Um I also feel like it sucks a lot and um, I feel pretty bad that uh, Becky broke her face um, or got her face broke. As WWE said. Yes, they said broke her face. I'm sure it's just her nose. Uh, Oh, and also, sorry, I forgot to mention the fallout. The fallout of that is she, because of her broken nose and concussion, she is no longer, according to WWE, she's no longer having her match against Ronda that they've been building up and that has been built up wonderfully on social media. Surprise. Um, yeah, the, the promos Ron has been cutting have been terrible, but the yeah. actual buildup to this match between them has been red hot. And yeah. now that match is not happening at Survivor Series. Karen, did you have any other thoughts on it before I just lay in there? Well, for me, it was it's it kind of just deflated all of my energy about Survivor Series. Yes, because mm-hmm. this was the match that a lot of people, myself included, have been looking forward to. And seeing her tonight with that massive black eye going out to the ring, you could tell that she was do- doing her best to put on a brave face. But I did give props to her for going in on Ronda with that chair three times mm-hmm. and finishing the segment. Yeah. Like, she didn't just roll out and leave. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to lean into it and just do everything I can. And she's been my favorite for years, so I'm I'm very glad that she's getting this push. But it kind of sucks at the same time that it, the brakes have just been slammed on it literally days before the event. And and we haven't really seen WWE show as much trust in Becky as I feel like they should. And they finally seem to have done it, right? They're like, okay, we're going to trust her with this title rung. She's exceeding, I think, everybody there's expectations. She's really showing that she's like kind of uh, the people's champ mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because we wanted her. And now even though she's a heel, we're, everyone's just loving everything that she's doing. She's she's showing all this confidence. She's showing why that faith was not misplaced. Right. And then to have this taken away, we know we cannot just have a rematch next week because this is something that only happens at Survivor Series. Um, and potentially they could take the title even away from her. They could be like, okay, that fizzled out, you know, and, and not really give her the fair chance of, of gaining this momentum back. So it's all really disappointing. And it's, but I will say that if the writers are ever even remotely smart, which we know is fleeting. I'm sorry, millennium. <laughs> you're the millennium, millennial man oh, yeah. with your avocado. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But I, there is a way that you can still like push this and make this great while still doing Becky Charlotte because that would have that had to be on pause anyways for Survivor Series. So you can have her vacate after Survivor Series, give Charlotte the title, and then work up to Becky Charlotte at Mania. Or yes. I don't know. I just feel like or or even do a whole like put her with somebody else because I know they wanted to do a, a Charlotte thing again later. 
because I just know that that's what they want to do. So it's, it's less about what I want them to do and what they want to do. Right. I'd rather Naomi get the title back and do Naomi Becky at Mania, yeah. but they're not going to do that. that or Oscar even. I bet you, now that you've said that, a Naomi, her one would be even more fraught to me than a Charlotte Becky one because Naomi is so sweet. Unlike Charlotte, we know Charlotte has an edge and a yeah. healness to her. Yeah. But Naomi, like we haven't seen that in so long. It would come from such a pure baby face plate, like mm-hmm. ugh, unlike betrayal. Yeah. Oh, it would be so good. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk about this punch real quick because when I watched it a few more times, I was like, how in the heel, when you are punching in wrestling, you are generally aiming for uh, specific areas. There is a bunch of different ways to do it, but those areas y- you, you are aiming for a certain place. Mistakes happen. Sometimes someone turns their head and you don't expect them to. Um, you know, sometimes you you're not w- your positioning is off. But for me, watching the follow through, watching the startup, just watching this punch, I am truly baffled as to how it happened. Like even the botch with um, well, one of those Bella twins kicking somebody in the head. I'm not baffled by that, right? Yeah. Like I could see it happening. I saw like, oh, she she. It's harder to place a kick. Yeah. Your kick can kind of go up. The person started like I could, and, and she was overselling it and going right. way forward. So I could understand. I could conceive where this mistake occurred. Watching Naya rear back and punch Becky square in the nose with all the freaking follow through that tells me that this was just just a punch. I'm like, how in the heck do you do that? And you know how she does it? Because it's the same thing I've been saying about Naya for however long, what, two years now? Mm-hmm. Naya is unsafe. She was brought up too early. She is too big to be this unsafe with the other women on the roster. And the fact that WWE isn't doing anything about it is ridiculous to me. Um, and probably because she's The Rock's cousin. I'm not with some of the people online who are like, fire Naya, blah, blah, blah. No, but she should not be in the main stage. She should not be doing this unless she's getting more training um, behind the scenes that we're not seeing. She is hurting people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, we don't necessarily know that it was her fault that Zelina was thrown wonky. It could have been a combination of her throwing to before Tamina was ready in the evolution. It could have been Tamina just not being where she's supposed to be. It could have been anything there. Um, but we've seen her hurt other people in the past. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was trying to figure out the momentum of it and how like it like the only thing that I can think of is that in the quickness of the moment, because of all that hair moving, that Becky's face wasn't where Naya thought her face was. That's the only thing I can think of right. because of like, if you, you know, from a certain angle, I was kind of looking at where her hair is. I'm like, okay, I can see that if you're really trying to punch it, but you're like, trying to go in front of her face and you think that through that hair, her face is further back. Okay. Then I can see how that maybe happened or, or else again, like she got careless in the moment because you're like, you know, right. it, it was a, it was, it was a scrum, right? Right. So but that's the other thing, especially in this sort of situation, you can't be that big yeah. and just turn around and swing. You like every wrestler knows to look where you yeah. are swinging this you know this is a sport in which you can seriously damage she's she damaged her right that girl got a broken face and a concussion yeah like this is why you don't do that and so for someone like if you watch braun Strowman, braun is constantly aware of his size Mm -hmm. if you watch the moves that he does if you watch how he um how he moves how he throws his strikes very few of those by the way how he does his finisher they are done with the safety of his opponent in mind even when he's rough Right? Like, mm-hmm. I watch him being careful. Yeah. And I don't see any of that in Naya. And it drives me nuts. 
So the person on Twitter who asked about this uh, also said something about a measured response. And I was like, <laughs> you can have that from Tamara. Um, so any last thoughts <laughs> on that before we go um, move on from it? Basically just, I think Naya needs, needs more training and I wish they would give, there would be more consequences for how unsafe she is. And I also wish there were more large ladies and not just kind of small petite ladies, because I feel like, this would be very helpful for her to be able to train against other bigger people. And, and we would have matches with bigger people, which I'm not, you know, as a very tall person, I can tell you that sometimes when I'm doing something with someone who's like a foot shorter than me, it's hard. It's hard to match movement. It's hard to make that thing. And even though that's what you're doing all the time, it's going to get away from like it happens. And, I, and, and it sucks that it keeps happening to her. And I definitely think she'd be better trained, but I also feel like it'd be, helpful to have people more your size to train with even you know even if it's dudes which i don't even know that they, they let them train with dudes behind the scenes yeah i don't know either but like becky's not a small person either she's yeah. really well but so the fact that like when this happens to someone like alexa or zelina you can say oh well they're really small yeah. but like becky isn't even that small she's very strong yeah so the fact that this could rock Becky so hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a sign that you need to chill the hell out, Naya. You big. Pull it back. <laughs> well, I think one thing that helps now that Tamina has been cleared and she's back, that's at least one taller girl right. for her to work with. And also, if for those who watch Total Divas, like I do, mm -hmm. uh, Naya now lives here in Orlando. So if she were to head over to the PC, there's larger girls like Rhea Ripley oh, and yeah. Rina Gonzalez, like taller girls who could work with her. And if, I don't say that as a, like a step down for no. her, but it's it's just an opportunity that the facility, it's a multi-million dollar facility. It's just sitting here. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, they only have a couple of days off a week, but it's it's like just to not utilize that i think it's just kind of a waste yeah and to get you know because it's like to get tips from other people like i mean i don't you know i don't wrestle and i'm not a fighter or whatever but i know that hey when i dance Same. or whatever it's like if i do a move that this like i took a dance class from a girl who was literally four foot ten and so she's doing these dance moves and i'm like i cannot do those counts like that well you know i better fucking figure it out and so you kind of figure it out but it like the quickness of trying to do those moves in that space does weird things. So I can see how it could get away from her. Should it be getting away from her this much? No. But also Seth Rollins have broken a bunch of people too. And nobody is telling people to fire him, you know? True. So yeah, definitely more training. And if, you know, you go with Rhea Ripley and people who are, you know, like much bigger then you can get my whole thing about working with taller people is getting tips from them about like, okay, so how do you pull these in? How do you, how do you control your, you know, your space? How do you make that work for you? Because even if you are training with dudes, it's a different situation because you're just strong in a different way. Right. But I don't, you know, yeah. Becky's a star. This, this actually launches her higher. In I hope so. Face, are you I sure? Think. I've watched WWE bury people before. I mean, look how Finn had to come back. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, regardless of what the WWE does, from a fan perspective, she is higher in their estimation, I think. Right. Regardless I of, you know, like, because like Asuka, people still love Asuka. They are, they ain't doing dick with Asuka, right. but people still love her. Right. So another thing that happened was Sanity and Nikki Cross debuted on SmackDown. Yes. Huzzah! Yes. This is before Becky got her face broke. Uh, guys, any thoughts on it? Um, I'm glad that 
Nikki uh, got pulled up. I feel like she, well, they weren't really giving her title runs on NXT anymore. And um, I think she's really great. She's one of the stronger characters for sure. And I liked seeing her kind of rabid um, quasi psychic, uh, you know, uh, dune runner you know like right. running out there with becky's the man thing that was an interesting character combo the match was a little shaky mm-hmm. but um i liked i liked their interactions yeah definitely i think that um nikki was kind of hurt by Shayna baszler being mm-hmm. in nxt i really do mm-hmm. I, I wish they'd been in there at different times uh karen any thoughts on that i know you're a nikki fan yeah, for me, for someone who's been in what going to NXT for the past couple of years and seeing the evolution of sanity with Nikki Cross, one of the biggest mistakes they made was leaving her behind when they called sanity up. Mm-hmm. I understand why they did it because it's the same thing they did with Bailey and Asuka. When they do this giant spiriting away of the women's roster after the after Mania, they leave one veteran behind. But my biggest thing was if they weren't going to put the belt on Nikki what was the point of her staying behind? Because mm-hmm. Sanity just kind of, I feel like they've waffled the past couple of months just being up there. They've gotten lost in the shuffle with all the other tag teams. Right. Agreed. I think, I don't know what's going on with WWE and tag teams lately. On paper, tag teams seem so easy. The Mixed Match, match Challenge actually shows the value to me of tag teams, and that's like their most interesting tag teams they have going on because the whole point of tag teams should be interesting personalities mm-hmm. doing some cool shit. And like for some reason... Lately, the WWE has just been like, tags. And it's weird (laughs) to me that like all the interesting kind of fun things are the teams that they bury the most. Like, uh, what's the names? The B team? Yes. Yeah, B team, uh, Brizango, Mm -hmm. who are hilarious. I was like, Fandango. Wait, no, that's one. That's just one of them. (laughs) Well, uh, they were getting like, he he did get injured. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of the reason why they stopped apparently. But even before. But even before that, yeah, yeah, it was like, oh, these guys are legitimately funny, but. And interesting. And let's hardly ever have them wrestle. I think the New Day are the only constantly funny people that they let win. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think it's dumb that they like, like, um, what's it, Agents of Destruction? Agents of whatever. Authors of Pain? There Authors we go. of Pain. I whatever. Was, I was thinking too. I was like, <laughs> I was like hey, it starts with a day. But, like, that's how forgetful <laughs> they are to, like, I just right. don't. I like those two meaty dudes who look like they're right. they're they're Samoan, but they're not. Right. I feel that way about a lot of them. I'm like, yeah. oh, the big meaty guy. Oh, that big meaty yeah. guy. The meaty guy who just wears trunks. The meaty yeah. guy who wears shoulder pads. And again, <laughs> the Ascension. Again, another mm-hmm. and some more wrestlers that are hurt from their inability to be able to let people do spooky shit. Yes. They're like Illuminati weird dudes. Let point, them be Illuminati weird dudes. Right. At this point, I'm like, you know, everyone's calling for an all women show. I'm like, can we have an all magic show? A yes. show where we have like weird ass characters and darkness and, you know, and fun. Like, yeah. you can let make Brian the, Kendrick run it. You can, <laughs> and you can make the boogeyman uh, their, their manager. Their GM. Their GM oh, yeah. that would be adorable. Uh, yeah, I just WWE. I know nowadays people like certain things, but you can also make people like certain things. The Undertaker is still cool to everybody. You know why? Because he was allowed to be. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I, my lip just touched the microphone. I'm really grossed out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of spooky people. Spooky. Bring Sorry, on. I don't mean to be spooky. <laughs> spooky. Uh, yeah, so uh, there is rumors abound that Bray Wyatt will be returning soon. Um, uh, mostly it's based on him tweeting some extra weird shit more often now. I um, love that that's where we are in life. Yeah, that's where they are. They're <laughs> like, he's tweeting more weird shit. And I'm like, okay, is there he's anything else? Back. 
And then like, <laughs> like, cause I, like I looked that up. I like, I, cause I was like, Oh, what other stuff is happening? So I looked up the thing and like, literally it was just based on some dude being like, he's tweeting more. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. Not that I, I, but I, if, if you bring back Bray Wyatt, please make him magically spooky. Yes. Please. 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 That's all I want. Por favor. Give him, give him the spookiness. We love it. We love that guy. And you know, it also is weird to me. We mentioned it on our Halloween episode, but mm. it is weird that WWE doesn't do any sort of Halloween focused pay-per-view. Um, and maybe even that could be the vehicle for this is when we put our spooky things on. Spooky. Spooky. Oh, now I halfway have a spooky girl song stuck in my head, but can't remember it enough to sing it. Um, now we're going to move on into the main topic. Main topic. Yum. Uh, what we're thankful for. <laughs> It was hot pockets. Yes, I think. It was. Okay, yeah. okay. I, could, I didn't know okay. where it had even come from. It's in me. fine. But that also works. No, that's a good one it too. Good. There's a cat in a box, and it's really cute. Everyone, uh, update about the podcast yes. cat. So there were quite a few things that happened in 2018 that um, I know the three of us were really thankful for, and uh, for very personal reasons. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, like if you've been with us from the beginning, you know that several things that we asked for actually happened this year. Um, you know, we didn't know originally that we were getting a May Young classic too. We didn't know that Baron Corbin was going to go away and cut his hair. And yes, come back. but we asked for it and we got it. Asking you shall receive 2018. Yes. Um, so first and foremost, the first thing that we are very thankful for is the May Young classic too. Yes. Um, as I said, we, when the first one came out, there was no mention that there'd be a second one. Uh, it didn't necessarily blow people away to the point where we thought, oh, they're definitely going to make a second one. You know, it it did solid. Um, the commentary to me was probably the worst aspect. Not all of the matches were that great, but yeah. it was something that we wanted. We were blessed with a second one that was even better Indeed. than the first year. Everybody got the glow up, even even the uh, the commentary team. Commentary team was better. The outfits were better. The gear oh, was better. The wrestling gear. was better. Like, yeah, they still had a few matches that weren't very fun to watch, but overall way less than last time. Um, and hope, I think this one really solidified that this is going to be an annual event, in my opinion. What do you guys think? Karen? Well, as someone who, oh, sorry. No, go as ahead. someone who was at both of them, it was, it's fantastic that they brought it back and I'm glad that they did it. They made it bigger and better. Again, I agree completely about the commentary. I never went back and watched the first season because after watching the first episode of the first one. I was like, I can't watch it. Yeah. But this one, I've gone back and rewatched the entire thing because I just can't get enough of it. Um, the problem is, is that they're running out of international talent to sign. So That's true. <laughs> I, I'm curious to know how they're going to put together a, a third installment without having any repeats or having too many repeats. Right. And maybe, I, right, and to your point, maybe it will move to more repeats, to more people who competed coming back. I'm Honestly, I would. Oh, sorry. I would love just a couple of the girls who are on main now that would never competed to come and participate. Definitely. Just yeah. for funsies. I mean, there's a lot of people that they don't use very often anyway. So you might as well put them on the classic. You can make the first place prize something slightly different if you start using new and, you know, maybe maybe you get a run at the NXT title since that's like the right. next, you know, something. They could, they could, or just turn it into their regular. Right, like show. how the Cruiserweight Classic 
happened where it was now involving the people who we are already established and we've already seen. Yeah. I, I definitely think they could do something like that. Uh, we talked about it for two episodes or, um, in our past podcast. So go check that out on iTunes or on all games network. Um, you can listen to it because uh, as I mentioned, I was there. Um, if you watch the, um, if you watch it on television, you can actually see Karen um, on screen 90% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she, uh, you can spot her when, uh, she has a Japanese flag. Yes. That's the easiest way to spot her. Um, I think you also had like a headband or a hair bow on. Did you? Uh, red bandana. Yeah. Red bandana. So spot Karen in the episode. <laughs> You'll see her a lot, uh, in all the episodes. And yeah. Any last thoughts on May on classic Two? how, why we're thankful? I'm, I'm just, I'm thankful that they let them put on a good show, man. Like I feel like so much of, waiting for WWE to do stuff is like, you know, can we, can we please, please. have something good? Can, we, can you please do something good now? Can we please? We've been so good, been so Papa. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H is somebody I'm thankful for. Yeah. I was going to say, I am so thankful much. for Triple H for, uh, for, for putting all that guilt about China to good use mm-hmm. and really, uh, really, you know, doing something for these wrestling, wrestling ladies. Now. And I mentioned it on that episode, but the energy you feel from triple H when he interacts with the, you know, the women of the May Young classic is proud Papa, mm-hmm. like a hundred percent. And it must feel so good to have a champion in your corner like that. Yeah. So I'm just also very, I'm thankful for those ladies that they get to have that in their wrestling careers. And if you watch the sort of behind the scenes, like we're so proud of ourselves, uh, package that WWE put together for evolution, it kicks off with Triple H being an excitable, proud papa who cannot control his emotions. And I'm like, it's the cutest thing. You don't have to watch the whole thing, but at least watch that first little bit. And then Stephanie talks for a long ass time. Nobody cares like about Stephanie, that. Stephanie, shut up. We know shut you have nothing to do up, with this. Stephanie, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Get some shinier pants and go go soup up the fucking <laughs> motorcycles. We're even there. <laughs> uh, the next thing that I'm thankful for is uh, Wow. Yes. For anyone who's just tuning in for the first time, I am one of the WoW uh, super villains. Mm. Uh, I play Razor, and it was filmed in October. It's not airing until January, mm. um, but a lot of the local folks got to go out there. Um, a lot of wrestlers from all over, um, not just America, but all over the world actually um, participated. It's people I think... I think people are going to be really surprised by the talent that WoW got, because if you haven't been paying that much attention to what the creator of glow has been doing in the meantime, um, you would, this is going to come out of nowhere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and be a, a pretty strong showing on television. So, uh, there are people like Tessa Blanchard, Shaw Guerrero as a part of it. So pretty excited and thankful that it came out, uh, in 2018 as a person who was there for, uh, most of the, it, man, it was a long yeah, two long ass Fifth, days. It just like my um, school nights, yeah. man. I couldn't do it. I couldn't put the whole whole night in. But um, really impressed by everybody. Uh, like we mentioned this before, um, there is a variety of body shapes and people of various colors and everything like that is actually a very inclusive roster, which I was very thankful for. Um, there is only a couple of racist things that were happening. <laughs> which, if you know David McLean, is a blessing. Which, I mean, bless. There was like three, as opposed to there being... And the like, whole roster. Yeah, like the whole roster. And it was like varying degrees. Like one was super fucking racist. One was like kind of mildly racist. And the other one was like, mm, questionable. Right. So, uh, and I didn't tweet about it at the time because I didn't want to get... Like I was like I didn't know how how much stuff we could talk about at the time, 
Um, but uh, hey, get ready for them tweets coming in hot and heavy when this stuff starts right. airing. Man. January, I think 19th, 18th or 19th. Yes. Right after my birthday. It's a great show. Yes. Um, the next thing I'm thankful for is the all women's WWE evolution pay-per-view. Uh, now WWE, this is the, was the first all female pay-per-view that WWE has done. Other places have done it before. I mean, there's whole amazing wrestling. That's just all women in Japan. You can watch it anytime. Mm -hmm. But the fact that, um, WWE did it, whether or not it was just because of guilt over crown jewel will you know, at least they did it. <laughs> I think yeah, we yeah. literally, I just looked down and we literally wrote, yeah, I put, but at least they did it. <laughs> at least they did it. Um, we had a lot of high hopes for it, but they played it. Um, wait, in my opinion, they played it a little too safe, but maybe it's better to be safe than to crash and burn. I don't know. I still think crashing and burning, we would have gotten suppressed, but what do I know? I feel like they probably didn't really realize they were doing the pay-per-view until fairly short notice because they didn't do basically any, building up towards the towards the story and there's like no storylines really except for like the two title things and that was like kind of like did like some quick like two week like oh here's a thing here's a backstage segment um but i appreciate that they did it i appreciate that they had you know um a lot of uh vets come back for it because they deserve to have you know a spot on all these things there's a lot more ladies that they left out that they should have come back mm -hmm. i hope they continue to do this even if this was like a guilt assuaging right. thing feel guilty about jazz you cowards yeah, you fucking cowards you get fucking jazz back on here right now i know she's the nwa women's champion right now p uh by the way she's still amazing please go yes. to her twitter she we we got her to tweet more i say we past guest tk trinidad myself and this guy named evan mack kind of bullied and supported jazz into getting more active <laughs> on Twitter and um, it's worked and it's yeah. amazing. She follows me and I'm going to tell you that because it is the thing I'm most proud of. Uh, Karen, how do you feel about the evolution pay-per-view? Uh, I think it's pretty much the same sentiment. I do feel like some of the buildups were kind of rushed while at the same time, other buildups that may involve next season on total Bellas got a little more time than it should have. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I was more excited about the NXT Women's Championship match and the Mae Young Classic Finals more than anything else. I was upset that Becky and Charlotte tore the roof off the building but didn't close the show. Yeah. And that they decided to air Crown Jewel the same week. Because yeah. I felt like it, it, it kind of eclipsed all of their buildup for this women's first ever pay-per-view. Oh, but by the way, yeah. just in case you were wondering that, you know, the whole domino effect of it being sandwiched in between possibly the result of greatest Royal Rumble and Crown Jewel just kind of like thrown in there at the very last minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, and I'm, I didn't neglected to mention this last episode, I think on air, but I think that as they continue to do this going forward, just move the, the rumble the to this pay-per-view because you don't need two Royal Rumbles on the Royal Rumble. I get that they like to right. get everything together, but you barely give women any time on the, these things anyway. So you might as well put the Royal Rumble here where you can actually devote a solid like half hour to the thing right. and, and, and actually make more of this, you know, make it elevated. I agree. I think, I think that would elevate it. I think I looked at this a lot like the first May on classic, mm -hmm. like this was your first stab at it. I'm happy it happened and use this to make an even better one next year because we do care about their storylines, even when they're so haphazard and crappy. Like we can't help ourselves. We want to yeah, care because we can feel the larger than lifeness of these yeah. women. We know who they are. 
Um, I want to care so bad. Right. Like if we could get some real actual strong storylines where evolution really meant something to women, where even if evolution was almost like the mini WrestleMania Mm -hmm. for women, like that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Awesome. Any last thoughts on our thankfulness for evolution? Give me tag teams. Damn it. Yes. You coward. Yes, please. You're already kind of doing it. You're soft doing it. Cause Partially, you're doing it because you don't have any other place. You don't. You only give pe- like the women like 20 minutes out of your three-hour fucking show. Yeah. So you're just throwing people in and like five-on-fives and shit. Just, just give us a tag. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Do it. Thank Here you. for it. Um, I have a friend online. Her name is Make It Loud, and um, on online anyway on Twitter. Real name's Kate, and uh, she's from Richmond, VA. Stand up. Oh, sorry. That's where I'm from. Um, but anyway, she does like a breakdown um, about how much time the women had and people of mm-hmm. color had and stuff like that. You should check her out sometime if you're interested. But she really puts it in perspective. If you're someone listening who's never noticed um, just how little time the women have, even compared if you watch stuff besides WWE, mm-hmm. um, you can even notice it compared to that, that the the women are not given a lot. And as we mentioned on our on the last episode, when we talked about evolution, we were a little disappointed that we didn't get more singles matches. So, but we're still very thankful that it happened and we hope that it leads to better things. Better. All right, Tamara, did you have better. some things you were thankful for? I did. Um, I am thankful for uh, just general increased uh, big stage opportunities for women. So it's not just like on the WWE, but that is the most visible, uh, you know, juggernaut of a wrestling uh, organization. So the fact that that's happening there is I mean, it's it's mostly a result of it happening on on the smaller, quote unquote, smaller stage. But I appreciate that's it's it's much bigger there. We have WoW coming up. We have, you know, Women of Honor that's, you know, available all over the place. They have pay-per-views. They have a bunch of stuff, you know, available on YouTube. So I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, I am appreciative of All In because I feel like you can't necessarily topple a juggernaut mm-hmm. like WWE but if Cody Rhodes is the guy who figures out a way mm-hmm. to take a big old chunk out of them that would be that yeah. would be lovely nice poetic justice yes. and and he seems like he's a good dude so he seems pretty great I got to meet him and I made him laugh yay highlights, highlights. did he have blonde hair at the time he had copper hair interesting it was Transition. a very strange color it was like not it was definitely not brown not gold but mm-hmm. and not orange like I stared at it a bit because I was like, what the frick color is that? Like, I don't understand what my eyes are seeing. Um, it's the color of magic. Yes. Very dapper nonetheless. Slightly zombie looking in the eyes. Yes. But but true, very nice. True facts. I'm, I'm also grateful, uh, thankful for the Golden Lovers reuniting um, because I was not really aware of New Japan for a long time. I did not know the saga of this until I saw someone freaking out about it on my timeline mm-hmm. and then got to discover it for the first time. And it was magical. It is the gayest storyline I've ever seen in yes. wrestling, which is saying a lot. Right. In a world where gold dust exists, this is the gayest <laughs> storyline I've ever seen in my life. Karen, um, Karen, you had some thoughts on that too, right? Uh, on the Golden Lovers or things that I'm thinking? On the, on the Golden Lovers. We'll, we'll get to that next, but I know, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Well, I mean, I think it's really cool. I think it's pushing the envelope for a market in a country where it tends to be very conservative, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I am glad that they're giving the, the fans and both the performers involved the opportunity to pro- provide this 
different avenue of expression in storytelling. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast when I watched them wrestle at uh, recently in Anaheim. I can't remember which one it was, what the name of it was. It wasn't Lion's Break. That one just happened. Um, Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Fighting Spirit Unleashed. And the most interesting match I watched was the match where it was the Golden Lovers versus, uh, yeah, you're just going to forget everybody's name, Okada and somebody. Ishii. Ishii. Uh, Ishii, I can never say it right. But um, what made that match so much more interesting to me than all the other matches? Because one of the things I don't love about New Japan is, for me personally, I don't find their storylines very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, but every single time um, Okada did something to Kota, he looked at Kenny mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every time as as a villain might look as he beats up the princess or kidnaps the princess or yeah. like grabs her and disappears again like yeah. every time just like oh oh is this yours am I <laughs> am I taking this thing that belongs to you yeah. and I was on the edge of my seat <laughs> for the whole match it was so compelling and sexy and beautiful everything it was all my brand. <laughs> yes. Okada Pixar. was very intentional with his storytelling in that match. Yes. And I and, loved it. And for New Japan, storytelling in that sense, it, it seems to be something newer that they're working with. Mm. They, in from what I gather, I'm still relatively new to New Japan myself, is that it used to be more match-based and mm-hmm. challenge-based, not so much long, detailed storylines. Right. So they're trying to like weave in bits of Western wrestling culture into the Japanese culture. Yeah. And it, from what I gather, sometimes it's getting a little bit of a pushback, but I think slowly they're starting to understand its merits, mm-hmm. but right. it's going, there's going to be growing pains. Right. Definitely. Well, I mean, you combine lack of story and lack of women and that's why I yeah, never cared out. about new Japan before. Just check <laughs> so, the hell right out. Right. But Hey, golden lovers, they're pulling me in. Golden lovers. And then the last thing I have on my list that I am thankful for in wrestling is Sarah. Oh, <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for you too. <laughs> Feelings. Okay. Okay. Good. We're over it. Yes. We're good. Two minutes of happiness, ladies and gentlemen. But I love you. I love you too. Uh, Karen, what are you thankful oh, for, for? We also love you. Yes. Why? Thank you, and I love you too. Both. Oh. I think you guys are gracious hosts, oh. and I love how positive you guys are, and that you don't you don't step down to when people bring their somewhat bad wrestling opinions to you you just you just lean into it you're like no 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 no. let me tell you how this is let me tell you why you're wrong but i'll do it in the most positive way possible because it's wrestling we love everyone's opinion even when we think it's stupid we're still so happy (laughs) to talk about it with each other (laughs) and we can do it in a diplomatic way which i really appreciate right so uh for me the, the mixed match challenge Yes. was kind of fun because it's pretty much the closest WWE is going to give us proper inter- intergender wrestling right now. <laughs> and I know I haven't followed the sec- the current one as much, but the, with the first one, I knew that every team was fighting for a charity, which I thought was the coolest mm. thing. Very cool. But yeah. I like the that. It- one, I don't know what they're doing with it other than now they announced the winners get the 30th spot in their respective rumbles, which I think is kind of Ooh. <laughs> anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? It's always supposed to be a surprise. Man, right. they're just ruining their own shit, man. Why do they do this? But anyway. I love everything that comes out of the mixed match challenge because, like, it's I, delightful. Yes, like I said before, it it 
is so much storyline and a lot of fans are it's almost like tumblr wrote wrestling for mm-hmm. a day the mix match challenge yeah <laughs> it takes place on like earth two right <laughs> and that's where where all this it's the earth two charlotte and i like how they are making it a running joke that everybody that met that teams with charlotte can't do a woo right <laughs> and i just i feel like that's just a great great thing it's uh it's not as easy as it seems yeah. particularly since uh uh bobby Roode is essentially like uh, uh brutus the beefcake mm-hmm. plus plus her dad <laughs> plus, plus uh it's like it's like three dudes uh, mr perfect that's yes. the third guy that he is basically in a bathrobe in a bathrobe yeah and more boring than all three of them to oh, me no. sorry oh <laughs> that's rude shout yeah. out to chad gable it's rude oh rude. <laughs> bobby rude. yes it's very bobby rude shout out to chad gable bringing that fresh fresh energy yes Ooh, chad. Chad gable. Yeah. poor chad man I know. they Anyways. don't appreciate him yes Sorry, we digress. Karen. Continue, yes. <laughs> well, and then my third one is the increasing number of international domestic promotions st- having streaming services. Because up until, like, Mania in Orlando, like, the year before last, it was just, like, I didn't know about world outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I can, I'm learning about so much of it, of wrestling outside of it. Like, I can, you know, pull up prog progress and watch stuff from the uk i can watch stuff from australia it just makes it makes me feel like i'm becoming a, a more knowledgeable wrestling fan overall yes yeah definitely because I, I, I like that brain food and it's giving me lots of brain food and stuff to think about right you can watch stardom you can watch shimmer mm-hmm. shimmer is now streaming i mean we really live in a wonderful time if you go on fight tv mm-hmm. you can watch me um uh, every other sunday um uh, on championship wrestling from hollywood there's lots of options now. i dvr it on like Aww. kdoc and then i save all the episodes that she's on and then when she's not on it, I just fast forward. <laughs> I am admittedly the most interesting woman of all on that show. No, I'm just kidding. Heather Monroe's on there. She's pretty interesting. Yeah. Shout out to Heather Monroe because mm-hmm. she, uh, from the pictures and everything, got to be at the Impact Ooh. filming. Um, so we'll see. I don't know how their episodes work when they record and stuff like that. I did see people post it, so I know I'm allowed to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, she's she's somebody who uh, we've talked about in the show a lot. She's a local talent and I'm rooting for her. Yeah, she did. But definitely opening the eyes of, of people. I wish almost that there was a slightly more centralized place. Like WWE is doing the right thing with their network where they have a lot of different content all in one place. Um, and I've seen some people try it a little bit. Like Shimmer also had like a documentary style stuff that went along mm-hmm. with their wrestling. Uh, wasn't as successful. I don't really know why actually the production was pretty great on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe just because it is so new and because the audiences are currently so split, right. you have to kind of track down. Well, there goes another idea for Cody Rhodes, man. Just give True. us, just cut us a, a little bit of a, a taste of that, this idea mm-hmm. and just get everybody together. Yeah. This thing. Everyone combine against the WWE giant to force it to be better. Not yep. because we hate it, but because we want it to grow. Um, also, we're very thankful for the guests that we've had on this show to toot our own horn a little bit. <laughs> we've had women of like all the different sexualities, the genders, mm-hmm. the races, the, the shapes and sizes. I don't know. Everything you can be. We have had on this show. A and prismatic coalition prismatic, of gloriousness. Oh, yes. I love it. Well, and it kind of was important to me because people tend to not believe that we exist us beautiful unicorn women who love wrestling. And meanwhile, on this show, we've had black women, Asian women, trans women, every kind of woman come on here um, and, and speak on their love of wrestling and women of every different level of involvement Mm -hmm. from actual wrestlers to people who have just started watching 
wrestling for the first time. We've, we've run the gamut. So if you get a chance, really would encourage you um, to go back and listen to some of our older episodes, some of our interviews with people from all different walks and just kind of educate yourself that like women are here. We've been here since the mm-hmm. 40s watching wrestling. Yep. Not me personally, but no. you know, your grand grandmommies. Yeah, I don't have a painting anywhere. Right. Some quick shout outs uh, to just a few of our guests in case you, you need a little more incentive. They include people like TK Trinidad and Rachel Evans, who are um, hosts on other shows. Viva Van, who's a wrestler taking the local scene by storm right now. Alicia Warrington, she's a drummer and very good friends with the guitarist who was playing at Evolution. Oh. Um, I, I always forget her name when I need to actually... Nina, Nina Strauss? Nina Strauss. There we go. I'm like, no, 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 no. Takai, another online personality. Um, we had Latoya Ferguson um, and Kat, both writers and journalists, like just a wide variety of women from all different walks of life. And we asked them about their first wrestling experiences. And then we asked them about, you know, moments that really stood out for them and meant something. So you can really get kind of the full experience of women loving wrestling. So we're so thankful for all of them who came on and made this show an even better place. We would like to know what you're thankful for. Tweet us. And we'll give you a retweet. Tweet tweets. Tweet tweet to tweet a lead. Karen, join in. Damn it. Tweet with us. You're like, oh, they're singing. What if we had done it and you sneezed? 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, no, come on. Well, Tamara's been eating a donut. That's so. fine. <laughs> Only for the last couple minutes. <laughs> very carefully. Very, very quietly biting. Well, thank you so much donut. for joining us, Karen. Of course, we're so thankful for you being on. And uh, once again, if you guys haven't heard the first episode, Karen was on with us. You should definitely go check it out um, where we talked about CEO. And that's especially interesting if you heard what we just said about New Japan and mm-hmm. you're a little curious and want to learn more. We talk a little bit about all of that. Yes. Uh, thanks for listening. Yes. Be sure to tune in next week, actually. We're, we're switching things around gotcha. because we are talking Survivor Series, although I am less excited about it now that Becky's not going to be on it. <sighs> we got we got Mustafa and Buddy Murphy. Yeah, that's... Hold, that, hold yeah. on to that. Hold yes. on to Mustafa. He, yeah, let's hold on to Mustafa. And, and our new men's main event with Brock Lesnar and... Boo! Boo. Daniel Bryan? Angel Styles. I'm so... I don't know. know. They just changed Daniel Bryan so that we might be interested in it. I don't know. Will I? Because I don't want to see him get hit not once around the head. It's not just me, right? No. I'm terrified. I'm put Braun with him just like please drop him everywhere I'm aggressively Um, not interested in seeing Brock Lesnar really wrestle anybody I have an ass full of Brock Lesnar um good I'm good on it no I just want Daniel Bryan to be safe yes yeah safe and I want to go home to his beautiful wife and his beautiful daughter and just be in his hippie garden and be happy Mm -hmm. yes I feel the same wrap him in bubble wrap and then let him wrestle protect him (laughs) protect him at all costs even oh. if you have to dump uh, Brock Lesnar on his head, it's fine. Yeah, Protect David Bryan. He's cost. he doesn't even have a neck. It's true. He's fine. He's fine. Um, he's like those like old school skippers. Like you look at him and you're like, I don't want this doll. I ain't got no neck. <laughs> he ain't got no neck. How did this happen? I, I don't understand. Um, I sometimes lost the, the neck on my Barbie dolls, and I was like, Where do you go? Yeah, sometimes they just break <laughs> off, and you're like, What the fuck? How am I How supposed they have to have such long necks? How I, do you loop that? Well, there's just like a little chunk that gets yes, like, and like, then and then the ball that like makes their head turn. My favorite, out. yeah, my favorite Barbie doll. She was the queen of the earth, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had queens of fire, earth, water, all that. As you and did. she lost her neck, and so I just had a very. I wouldn't throw her away. No, I loved her. Never. So just she became squat. Yeah, mm-hmm. she looked like Brock Lesnar. Squat. Yep. <laughs> you just squish that head all the way down. 
Make it work. Anyway, you want more of this goodness you're listening <laughs> this to? This good A-plus content. <laughs> good content. It's good, it's wholesome, good. y'all. It's wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> Find us on Twitter at WomenWrestlingF. And promote the heck out of us if you like what you heard and you're too lazy to give us some stars and some money. <laughs> Tamara, where can people find you? You can find me on the tweets and the Instagrams at Misfits Tamara. And Karen, where can people find you? You can find me on the tweet machine, Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube at Karen Nerds Out. And you can definitely check out Karen. She's always got some interesting content to Dope share. AF. Yes, we love her. Why, thank you. And you can follow me at Sarah the Rebel. Sarah's an H because that's the only way to spell it. Um, and you can find me pretty much anywhere that you can have a handle. I'm on there. <laughs> Good. Yes. yes. All right, guys. We'll see you next week talking Survivor Series. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.